we're moving into Ramadan, the days are passing by, you might at about this time during the month, you might start to get tired, you might be skipping some pages. So let me remind you of what we spoke about in regards to not being perfect. Believe me, we all try to be perfect, we generalize, we don't want to miss anything. And usually when we do miss something, even if it's small, this depresses us and makes us so sad that we abandon everything. So this shouldn't be the case. If you um, do what you can, right, do your best, as they say, and forget the rest. Do your best and forget the rest. So you, there's no need to be sad. Nobody's watching over you to see if you fill out every page. Do the best that you can, inshallah ta'ala, and forget the rest. As we said, that which is measured improves. So throughout this month, inshallah ta'ala, as you're measuring how you're doing in this aspect of your life, and that aspect, how you're doing in your charity, how you're doing in your dhikr, and just measuring it very simply, bi'idhnillah, the simple goal that we're after is improving our ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today we're talking about the topic of keeping hope alive. I want you to imagine this. Let's say we have a prison camp. May Allah protect all of us. Let's say there's a prison camp and you have um, these uh, prisoners in this camp and some of them are taking the situation from different angles. Some of them have lost hope. Okay? They feel that there's no hope in this and there's no way they're ever going to survive. Another group of people say, no, you know, by, uh, by Saturday we're going to escape. Right? By Saturday, everything's going to be over, and by Saturday, I'm going to be sitting, eating you know, fried chicken with my family, and everything's going to be happy. And then there's a third group of people who are, they've not lost hope, but they're not foolish to think that by Saturday, they're going to be out. So they have determination and commitment, and they know that there's a challenge ahead. They haven't lost hope, and they don't have fake hope, but they're being realistic. Out of the three, out of the three groups, the first group were obviously, if they've lost hope, then they're dead, right? They're not going to survive. May Allah protect us. The first group might even, they themselves with their own hands might even kill themselves. May Allah protect us. The second group that is overly optimistic, right? Without doing any action or there's nothing to show that this is going to happen. When Saturday comes, they're going to be so devastated that it will crush them and they don't survive either. The third group is the one that survives. The third group is the one that is, um, they are realistic. And at the same time, they're optimistic and they're looking for the future, but they still realize that there is a challenge ahead. So what I'm saying to you is if you have lost hope, then you've already lost. Okay? If you've lost hope, if you're in, you know, you've been thrown from a boat and you lost hope, nobody's going to find you, usually what you do is just let go and you'll die like that. You cannot lose hope. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, O oh my slaves, those who have transgressed against themselves do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Because let's say if you did lose hope in the mercy of Allah, then that's it, you're going to hellfire. Because if you lose hope in the mercy of Allah, you're not going to ask for forgiveness, you're not going to turn back, you're just going to go further and further away. So you can never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Someone would ask a question, for example, what if I commit a sin ask Allah for forgiveness, and then the next day go back to that sin. What should I do? And the answer is very clearly and very simply, repent to Allah again. 
Let's imagine that the third day you did the sin again. You return to the sin again. What should you do? On the third day, ask Allah for forgiveness. What if you did the sin again on the fourth day? Shaitan wants to trick you. On the fourth day, right? Shaitan's going to come to you and say that, you know, when you ask for forgiveness, you're lying. So you better stop asking for forgiveness. That's what Shaitan wants to tell you. But what I'm saying to you here is you never ever lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. So ask for forgiveness the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day. Even if you were to commit that it a hundred times, don't ever ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we were in university, um, the exams at our university were extremely difficult, right? They were extremely, extremely difficult. And in order to pass the exams all throughout the year, one had to be very dedicated. You couldn't miss any classes, otherwise you'd have gaps in your notes and most likely you would fail the exam. One or two questions would come on the classes that you missed and you would uh, miss out. So I remember early in the year, one of my classmates, would, uh, one of my schoolmates was saying to me that he wasn't planning to come back next year. He was planning to, you know, end his education, you know, this is going to be the end, end year. And I said, if that's your attitude, then from now, even though there's many months before the final exam, you have already failed. He said, what do you mean? I said, because if you have lost hope in continuing, if you've lost hope in continuing, then the exam is too difficult for you to be wishy-washy about it. The exam is too difficult for you to put in only a half effort. You've got to have your heart committed to this. Life is hard. And whether you're, someone's going to paradise or hellfire, life is going to be hard for both of them. But, so you're going to be working. So you must put your focus on worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You must put your focus on getting the most reward of Allah azza wa jal. And I have a really cool story about what type of reward is waiting for those people who are committed. I was once in a seminar. And there was about a thousand people in the seminar, right? And the person who was running the seminar played a game of Simon Says, right? Or you'd say Samir Says. Samir Says, put your hand on your head. Samir Says, put this and that. And, and there was some advanced, uh, it was an advanced game of Simon Says, where if the person says, uh, uh, Simon Says, touch your nose and put your hand on your head. If you put your hand on your head, uh, with the word and, then you're out of the game. This is like the advanced technique. So amongst a thousand people, probably right at the beginning of the game, most of those people were out and they had to sit down. The person who won the game, you know, probably about, I'd say, at least a hundred different commands. Everybody in the audience, within three or four moves, were out of the game. But there was one person that all the way till the end, he made it and he wouldn't miss anything. He, he got every point and in the end he won. Then the speaker asked that person, he said, what intention did you make at the beginning of this game? And then that, that, the winner of the game said, I had made the intention to win this game and I was not going to lose hope. He had made the intention right from the beginning that he was not just going to play this game half-baked. Because if you just play the game wishy-washy, you're going to be out in two moves, out in four moves, right? But because he had made the intention and he was committed to go all the way, Jannah al Firdaus, right, to go all the way, because of that commitment, he made it to the end of the game. And what I'm saying to you is if you make that commitment to go all the way to Jannah al Firdaus, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easy upon you. If he sees that your intentions are sincere, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make this path easy for you. Walhamdulillah. 
the, the path of coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's very beautiful how in, in the dunya sense, if you want certain things, you might need money to do it and so on. But when it comes to Islam and gaining rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can get it for free. You can get it by saying, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa La Ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. You can get this reward by making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can get this reward by being kind, smiling in the face of your neighbors, and the, the face of your family members. You can get this reward in so many different ways and so easily. So long as you're focused on getting those rewards, you'll find the rewards waiting everywhere that good deeds are waiting for you alhamdulillah and so in conclusion inshallah ta'ala I'll remind you of the verse that I said in the beginning la taqnatu min rahmatillah do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't lose hope hold on to it if you miss a day we're not being perfect skip the day and just move on and go to the next day and the next day and inshallah ta'ala by the end of the month even la you'll be making some amazing dua for me inshallah ta'ala and I'll be making some amazing dua for you inshallah